CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes. A deadly turf war is raging across the greater Toronto area. A doctor, a lawyer, and even a police officer have been terrorized. And even though the violence is contained to a relatively small part of the country, this war is affecting almost every Canadian through higher insurance premiums. Security video shows a man popping the trunk of a white Mercedes. He calmly pulls out gas canisters, throws a large rock through the window, and douses the foyer with gasoline. I remember getting a phone call. There was a fire at the office. And I said, no, I said, that's impossible. The building is a law office owned by Lisa Carr. You know, uh, the police believe they're not trying to hurt anybody. Nobody believed that it would get to the extent that it got to. It turns out that arson was just the beginning of increasingly violent attacks meant to send a message to lawyer Lisa Carr. A number of months after that very brazen attack, there was a direct threat made against one of your employees. One of the lawyers was threatened at gunpoint. It was daylight, it was lunchtime, uh, the plaza was completely full of cars. The gunman had said, stop suing my friend. Are you going through all your files trying to think, who have I made so angry? Absolutely. Just days later, and again with innocent bystanders milling about, and the law office filled with employees, a man gets out of a Volvo sedan and opens fire. And I looked down the hall and I saw my receptionist on her hands and knees, surrounded by glass. And one of the other girls came running at me, saying, shots fired, shots fired, call 911. It does appear that this business is the target uh, for this violence. Lisa Carr was in the crosshairs because she dared step on the toes of violent individuals. But this is no ordinary gang warfare. It's not a fight for inner city neighborhood turf. Instead, it's a battle for control of major highways across parts of central Ontario. And this may surprise you. The people who have terrorized this lawyer, well, according to police, they're part of the tow truck industry, willing to kill for lucrative territory. This battle has resulted in a wave of crimes right across the greater Toronto area. More than 50 arsons, multiple shootings, and at least four murders. Gunshots rang out in the parking lot of Promenade Mall before nine last night. Police believe a lack of regulations in the business and the money involved made it ripe for criminals to move in. It's a level of violence that has spooked this veteran frontline police officer. We've agreed to protect his identity. He's fearful to speak publicly after learning of a death threat against him because of his attempts to clean up the industry. Oh, I have, I have a target on my back. Absolutely, I do. 
When you say you have a target on your back, what does that mean? I've been told to watch myself. Or else? Or else I could be next. That's frightening. I worry about my wife. You think they're that ruthless that they'd go after your wife? Yeah. They went after an innocent doctor, didn't they? Mistaken identity. Mistaken identity. However, it just goes to show these aren't sometimes the smartest people we're dealing with. And they really have no qualms about who they go after. This is what he's referring to. This just into CP24, live pictures from Chopper 24. Police investigating a shooting on the 401 near Meadowvale Road. W5 has learned that earlier this year, an innocent doctor on his way to work was shot up in a case of mistaken identity. Exactly one week later, the intended target was hit. Security footage shows the gunman pulling up to the home of a man involved in the tow industry. The victim's identity has been blurred by police, but you can see him trying to run away and being shot repeatedly at close range. Much of the violence has occurred in York Region, north of Toronto. A tow truck operator was shot to death outside his Richmond Hill home. Police say two counts of murder have been laid in connection with the death. The man leading the effort to put an end to it is Police Superintendent Michael Slack, who leads the Organized Crime Unit. We allege that the competition for control of the towing market has resulted in murders, attempted murders, shootings, assaults, arsons, threats, and property damage. Why is the head of the Organized Crime Unit investigating tow trucks? We often think about organized crime. We think uh, the Hells Angels, your Tony Sopranos, the, you know, La Costa Nostra. But really, organized crime is three or more people that are engaged in a criminal activity for profits. Can you share the landscape of what this war looks like and who the different actors are in this? We identified four kind of distinct uh, groups fighting against one another for control. And sometimes there's agreements, and sometimes, you know, because those agreements get breached, the fight starts, and, and that leads to the violence. Police launched a massive operation called Project Platinum. This police video documents a series of raids carried out by York Region, Toronto, and Ontario Provincial Police. Almost 40 weapons were seized, including a machine gun. 35 people have been arrested and almost 500 charges laid. The weapons and that type of stuff are there to protect their turf. Detective Sean Whitaker was the lead investigator of Project Platinum. They're operating under a territory and the, the bigger the territory that each uh, organization or tow group controls, the more opportunity they have to make money for their organization. So why all the violence and arsons over a side of the road tow that brings in a couple hundred dollars? It's a question that perplexed the head of the organized crime unit when he first started delving into the industry's murky underworld. And that was a real shock for me, originally looking at that. I couldn't understand the level of violence over a tow that could be, you know, you know $300, but that's where it starts. The reality is the tow truck drivers are kind of the foot soldiers in this war. It's a tiny little Absolutely. tip of an iceberg of Absolutely. where the real problem is. Right, 100%. The real money comes after the vehicle is on the hook. The tow truck driver gets a kickback from unscrupulous body shops who in turn submit wildly inflated repair bills to insurance companies. Each vehicle that on, a, on a tow has a 
the potential to generate tens of thousands of dollars of profit per every vehicle, including the storage. The storage is another angle that they make money at. So one tow could result in a $10,000 windfall for these bad apples. Uh, yeah, for sure. Even the police have been accused of getting a piece of the action, with an officer in Toronto and three in Ottawa recently being charged with accepting kickbacks for leading tow truck drivers to accidents. Lawyer Lisa Carr was targeted because she had been hired by the insurance industry to fight a flood of bogus claims that had been pouring in from body shops. This isn't the kind of money that people kill for. You, you know, it's, it's business. It's, it's not criminal. We're not taking away. But I didn't think it was that kind of money that you would kill for. It just doesn't make sense. But it does make sense when you look at the bigger picture of just how much money is at stake. The Canadian insurance industry estimates those fake car repair fees add up to $2 billion a year, which sends your premiums sky high. Mark Graves is the head of the Provincial Towing Association of Ontario. Once that vehicle is released to a body shop, um, then the body shop takes ownership of that vehicle. And, and, and technically, they own that vehicle until your insurance company pay the bill. Mark runs a tow truck company in Sault Ste. Marie. He's been trying to clean up the industry for years. As the highways in, you know, in central Ontario have gotten busier, the, the problem has escalated. And there's unscrupulous people that are taking advantage of the lack of regulation. There are no rules. It is essentially the Wild West on the highways, paving the way for criminals to move in. Of the 444 municipalities in Ontario, only 18 even have a system set up to license tow truck operators. And on most of the major highways in the Greater Toronto Area, the municipalities have no jurisdiction. There are no regulations at all. Are you saying that if I wanted to uh, buy a truck and make Haynes Towing a company, I could go out and start hitching up cars on the side of the road? Avery, I could put you, give you the keys for my truck right now and you could be out working in 10 minutes. The lawlessness has struck a nerve with Ontario's Premier, Doug Ford. But a very clear message, we're coming for you. We're, we're going to catch you and uh, the party's over. But despite the tough talk, legitimate tow truck companies are still uneasy. It's, it's scary. It's very scary. Anne Ackermans has been in the towing business for 34 years, and now she's thinking of calling it quits. A lot of violence, a lot of threatening. I've had uh, my light drivers go out for tow calls that they've been called for. They've been threatened to have their, he their heads bounced off the center medians. They've been threatened to be beat within inches of their lives. We got threatened to have our trucks burnt. We have cameras, we have, we have uh, security systems, our pound is locked. Have you ever thought about throwing in the towel and just saying yes. that you have? Yes, yeah, for the last year. Yeah, I've told my husband, I can't handle this anymore. I just can't. It's ridiculous. It's just, we just want to go to work and make a living. Coming up. They have developed a monster that they cannot control. Who can curb the corruption on the roads? Do I think the violence has gone out of hand? Yes, I do. 
W5 continues. Arsons, shootings, killings, the result of a tow truck turf war in the greater Toronto area that even targeted a lawyer. Lisa Carr's office was set on fire, shot up, and a colleague was threatened at gunpoint. But the shady side of the tow truck industry was doing more than trying to send a message. They wanted Lisa Carr dead. There was actually a plot to kill you? Yes. A serious, credible threat. Yeah. And, uh, and as some have said, if it was a professional job, I wouldn't be sitting here. All because of her work with the insurance industry, fighting fraudulent claims from car repair shops. Their attempt was to send you a message, to shut you up and to put you out of business. They won. They did. After the plot to kill her was uncovered, police told Lisa they simply could no longer protect her. She was whisked out of the country and spent five months in hiding. Shortly after she returned, the Project Platinum raids led to dozens of arrests on charges that include her attempted murder. I couldn't imagine that somebody would do that over a tofi from the side of the road. So how did it get to this point in the tow truck industry? Well, it used to be that each police service would have a rotational list of reputable tow companies who would be called when there was an accident. Now more regions are going to the chaser model, where the first person on the scene gets the tow. For the bad actors in this industry, each tow can bring in thousands of dollars in bogus repair and storage fees. So getting there first is all that matters leading to scenes like this. Two massive tow trucks nearly sideswiping on the highway. It's also led to all-out brawls like this, as tow truck drivers literally fight for the client at the side of the road. I think they said Dixie, but go for a lap anyways. They were doing radar at Dundas. This man, Mike Batista, is a chaser. With four scanners constantly blaring and a cell phone at the ready to take accident tips, he's had his own run-ins with the law, and some consider him part of the problem. In, in the, some of the police force's eyes, we're the, uh, we're the bad guys, because we're always there. But why do you think you have that reputation as being one of the bad guys? Well, I got, I got uh, charged for uttering death threats, but it wasn't even a death threat, but the charge got withdrawn. But how did that, how did that all play out? Well, someone was kind of uh, hinting that we were responsible for burning trucks. So I kind of defended myself, maybe not in a professional way, but it cost me six months of, uh, of work, you know, which I think was unfair. Batista's company pretty much owns this stretch of the Queen Elizabeth Highway outside Toronto. Of the 25 tow trucks on the road right now, 18 of them are his. I mean, we have a huge team. We, we work with 40 different guys. We work with two other companies as well. And that's probably 70% of the tow trucks in this area. Batista is vague when asked what happens if someone tries to come in to what he believes is his territory. I mean, guys have tried to come to where we work, but we just outwork them. 
And so when people come in from outside of there, what happens? Guys try to come down here and they usually don't last too long because they're not making money, right? Daniel Sanderson is also a chaser. In fact, he runs an association that represents fellow chasers in Ontario. Do I think the violence has gone out of hand? Yes, I do. Uh, it saddens my soul to see anyone get hurt in the towing industry or someone portraying, oh, it's a turf war. But that's what happens when the cat's away and the mice will play. When the, cat, the, the cat being the being police. Being the police. Sanderson's been driving the highways for more than 40 years. He says the Ontario Provincial Police, who are responsible for the major series of highways in the Greater Toronto Area, rely on chasers to clear the highway quickly. The police do not show up in Ontario or in the Greater Toronto Area, I can guarantee that, unless someone is injured. Without our service, the highways wouldn't move. We offer a zero to five minute service that cleans up the highway, that lowers death rates and secondary accidents. It's an absolute disaster. It is a public safety issue and it is a train wreck out in the highways. This police officer has the inside track on the raging turf war. We've agreed to protect his identity and alter his voice. He's too fearful to speak out publicly. The predatory chase companies, they basically play by their own rules, do whatever they want, and nobody holds them accountable, including the police. Oftentimes, because of the volume of calls, police don't even get to the accident scenes. They just call for first available over the radio, first available tow truck comes and hooks up the vehicles, and police officers have no idea where those vehicles went or who towed them. For Anne Ackermans, who is considering shutting down her business after 34 years, the problem lies here. Ontario Provincial Police, they are the ones that started the first available. First available is another name for Chaser. They have developed a monster that they cannot control, and we are all suffering for it, include, including anybody out there that pays insurance of any kind. Why do you think the OPP did this, though? Why do you think they brought the, in this system now? I think they've done it so they don't have to show up at accident scenes, they don't have to do as much paperwork, and it's saving their officers. They're not all going to every single call like the regional police do. We took that allegation to the person in charge. Rose DeMarco is the Deputy Commissioner of the Ontario Provincial Police. She's the Commander of Traffic Safety in Ontario. The, the legitimate tow truck companies that we spoke to said that the problem has arisen because the OPP no longer wants to send its officers to accident scenes where there isn't a personal injury. That essentially, you're handing over the responsibility of policing to tow truck companies. Some of those tow truck companies are criminal elements. It's not necessarily that we're handing over uh, policing to tow companies. We are asking for people to get off the highway as quickly as they can. The responsibility of a tow uh, relies with the driver. So if you're capable of requesting a tow, it's your decision to make. It's not a police decision to make. Why doesn't the OPP just ban the chasing model where it's the first on the scene, which seems to be what's setting up the problem on the, on the highways? It becomes problematic if we have a car in a live lane. So we're looking for uh, an, a tow company to be there quickly. Would you support eliminating the chaser model and having it be a system that's rotational where there's a list and that the tow truck companies are vetted, criminal background checks? I would support that, yes. I would support, there's many suggestions that the OPP would support. But the Deputy Commissioner claims she can't do anything without provincial government regulations. 
essentially we're looking for a regulatory framework that will help um, increase safety, increase enforcement, will clarify consumer protection, and will also uh, enhance the towing industry. As a result of all the violence and demands for change, the province of Ontario has now set up an industry-wide task force. The mission? To clean up the industry. Lawyer Lisa Carr is among those who's given their input. My input to the task force was that they're not shooting people for the tow fee. They're shooting people for everything that comes after the tow fee. There needs to be legislation that encompasses not only the tow truck, but it needs to include the uh, repair shop, it needs to include the storage yard, and it also needs to include the rental car company. Lisa has survived firebombings, a shooting, and a plot to kill her. Now she's struggling to move on with her life. When you're driving down the highway, and if you pass a tow truck, what are you thinking? I don't want him to see me. I don't know what they look like. They know what I look like. Still fearful, she has reconciled with the fact that her days of owning her own practice are over. The police had said, uh, you, we believe the risk is low as long as you don't go back to work, as long as you don't restart the firm. So they have effectively ended my career. We lost, we lost everything. The violence shows no sign of ending. On one night in November, two tow trucks were set on fire in the very same region where Lisa Carr was targeted. And no date has been set for when that provincial task force will release its recommendations on just how to fix the industry. You've been listening to CTV's W5 with Avery Haynes.